Your girl Smangy, and welcome to the 38th episode of Avocado and Honey. Y'all, we are 38 episodes in. Time is flying. But, anyways, make sure you go ahead and check out the latest episode featuring Keisha of the Give Back Tour. Um, we talked about the Give Back Tour, Black Panther, and a whole bunch of other things. So make sure you go ahead and check it out. Share, like, tell a friend. Um, today I'm with the lovely Jasmine of Black Girls with Gardens on Instagram. How are you? I am well, Sandy. How are you today? I am good, and I'm so excited to be speaking with you because, um, like I told you before, I just got a plant <laughs> seven <laughs> days ago from Trader Joe's. I have no idea what the name of the plant is because on the sticker it says tropical plant, um, and it's in my house. Seven days later, it's turning colors, so I need help. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll get that. We'll <laughs> So, like, when like when did your love for gardening or planting begin? Oh, my God, Sandy. It had to be, like, my, like, even though my mom and dad's side of the family, like, the women in their family were avid gardeners, like, on different levels. Like, some love vegetables, some love just regular indoor plants. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was, like, meant to be, basically. Um, but I initially didn't fall in love with it just because I was younger, like we were out, like I spent my weekends like in garden centers or like going to our neighbors, giving them plants and things like that. But I didn't fall in love with it until like I was in my twenties, like my early twenties, mid twenties. And that's like when you started taking it seriously? Yeah, that's when I started taking it seriously. It was, um, I mean, honestly, it was, it's so funny because I was against it. Like, not one, like 100% against it. It was just like, oh, I don't have time for this, mm. or I really don't care, and all of that. But what really happened was my uh, last living grandmother passed away, and I ended up with her aloe plant. And I'm talking about it was a huge aloe plant, like with four stems on it. It was really, really old, and it wasn't, like, really passed down to me. It was just like I picked it up. It was like, okay, I'm going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And, and out of it, um, out of nowhere, like, as far as I've known, it never did this. It just really, like, the bigger leaves start falling off of it. Mm-hmm. And I would say about 10, 12, 13 sprouts just start sprouting out of it. They were smaller. They were new. The plant, like, really, really transformed, like, before my eyes. And it started sprouting up other aloe plants. Like, I started giving them away. And then it just randomly died. So I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know what. I still don't know how to interpret that. But I just became fascinated with gardening after that. And I ended up buying a plant bought more plants and then here I go with like 50 plus plants (laughs) do you remember the first plant that you bought oh yeah I do it was a mint plant it was peppermint I still have it oh and it's still like living (laughs) and everything yes every like when it gets cold I cut it down like it looks practically dead and then it just comes back that is so dope so, like, you were saying earlier how, like, some of your family, um, some like to grow produce or, like, vegetables, some like herbs, some like indoor plants. Like, what's your preference? Do you have all of them? I grow all of them, actually. Um, right now, I'm, it's just really, it's like, I'm really into vegetables right now. Like, I'm just going crazy. I'm just fine. I, I'm, I'm enjoying growing them now, but I absolutely, at some point in my life, enjoy all plants. 
yeah I enjoy all of them and I still like bounce back and forth like different seasons of what I'm growing and what my focus is on and what kind of vegetables do you have right now oh god I have like about four different types of lettuce I have two different variations of spinach about 10 different variations of peppers and tomatoes mm-hmm. i have watermelon cucumbers squash zucchini um oh god Alyssa, kale, that's a lot wow <laughs> collard greens um because i'm southern <laughs> i think that's it right now yeah that's it and out of all of those like can because you're in florida And I'm in New York, so I don't have like the space for a garden or anything. So for like someone like me, would I be able, is that a thing to grow like vegetables indoors or do you have to be outside? Oh, no, you can definitely do it indoors. There's so many different methods. Like that's what I'm just so in love with gardening about is because there's just so different ways that you can actually get what you're trying to get. Right now, um, I'm really, really vested in the tower garden. And that's a great, uh, that's like an amazing way that you can actually grow all year round. You can do it indoors, you can do it outdoors, however you like. It's just um, pretty much like a pest-free, um, easy, do-it-yourself type of way to grow anything. But how does that work? Because I've seen that um, on your website, the Black Girl with Guarding uh, blog, and it was saying like Girl Tower with you. And so I clicked on it and it was saying that like, you know, all year round, no soil or anything. So like, how does it work though? Like, can you like kind of explain it really quick? Sure, it's really easy. It's um, it's a process that's called aeroponics. It's like um, I believe NASA came up with this process, mm-hmm. but it's so, so there's no dirt, and you have a tower that has like a reservoir at the bottom with like um, mineral nutrients and water. And um, based on a time schedule, it actually just waterfalls up the tower and water the plants, water their roots, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much how the plants grow. <laughs> wow, it's so simple. You really don't have you don't have to water. You just um, once you set up, you just watch you know, basically watch growth. That's dope. Okay. Okay. NASA. So, um, <laughs> for did someone, something. what'd you say? I said NASA did something. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for someone like me who just like, or it's killing my plant that I bought, I didn't even plant it and live in New York, New York city. Like, where do you think like a beginner, like where, where should we start? Well, I think you actually did the, that's the first thing I recommend everyone to do is what you did. Just go out and buy a plant. Um, and then you just master that plant. You find out everything you can find out about it, like how it grows, what it likes, what it don't like. Once you're able to, like, basically relate to the plant, you see how it responds to certain, um, you know, basically what you do to it, you're able to, like, move on to another plant. Mm-hmm. So um, I recommend anyone, if you're interested in gardening, especially, like, if you're interested in, vegetables or anything just buy what you want just buy like just take that step and buy that one plant and then move on from there oh so you can buy like um tomatoes already like planted yes girl you can actually um most i would say um the hardware stores have it nurseries of course but you can definitely they're called seedlings so they're like starter plants Mm -hmm. so um they've already someone already started for you some of these plants depending on uh, what time of year you purchase it they might have already produced vegetables or already producing them so you can just basically buy them put them in the dirt oh i think i'm gonna have to do that i'm gonna i'm gonna start with like non-edible plants first like i don't want to like mess up any food yet um i want to make sure i master just regular plants and then i'm gonna probably do herbs someone told me herbs is a little bit easier than um veggies what do you think 
Yeah, they teach you a lot. I actually started off with herbs. I started off with, like, um, it was a peppermint, and then I got another variation of peppermint, and then I got, what was it? I think it was, like, oregano and thyme and basil, and it just, I kind of just started venturing out with different um, herbs and figuring out, you know, what, like, what. So I definitely recommend, like, if you're interested in herbs, you, you really don't feel, they're easy to grow with, mm-hmm. but um, that you see the reward. So it's kind of, it's kind of um, a great beginner garden. Okay. And, like, how important is it, like, um, location and, like, the season uh, when it comes to gardening? Like, with me being in New York and it's um, it's still technically winter, like, what is something that I'll be able to grow right now? It is. It, it, location and, sorry, location and weather is extremely important because you got to know when it's going to stop being cold, basically. Okay. When it, all right. So, and then there, there are certain plants, though, that can survive, like kale. A lot of, like, greens, like that, can survive through the cold. Okay. So, it kind of, just kind of helps you base your garden. Um, but for someone, like, where it's still winter at, you're probably just starting off here, like, you're planting your garden. Mm-hmm. You're going to be your garden out, unless it's indoor, because you can control the temperature then. Then you can basically do whatever you want. And uh, I, I don't know how crazy this is going to sound, because I know, like, Technically, the plant is indoor, but if it's by the window and the window's open, like, can that be considered an outdoor plant? (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Okay, because I'm just like... Honestly, yeah, yeah, because it's going to be affected by the weather out there. So, yeah, that's definitely an outdoor plant, if you ask me. Okay. (laughs) The thing about gardening is just, like, it's kind of something you just jump in and you experience and experience will teach you. Mm -hmm. So, there's no one out there can tell you, you know, if you're an avid gardener or not. Like, no one can, like, basically charge you up on your level. Right. <laughs> so, like, if you felt like if you had a plant, you got that window open and it's been working, and you know how to navigate that plant with the window open, yeah, you're an avid outdoor gardener with the window. <laughs> Lit. Okay, so by the end of summer, your girl's gonna be an outdoor gardener in New York City. <laughs> okay, and um, okay, so let's talk about like overwatering because I know like that's like the biggest thing when it comes to planting or gardening i feel like that's like the the most common thing that happens and i'm 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 getting all this information by the way from her blog uh which is black girls with gardens um is it dot com yeah i was like checking it out and there's just so much information on there so if you are into gardening or if you just want to learn more or just see what others what she's doing like you should definitely check it out it's super informative yeah, I seen like it was one blog article on there and it was like signs um, that you're overwatering. I think it was like for a book or something like that. But yeah, a lot of people will overwater their plants and they actually, you know, that's how the plant end up dying and they're not aware that's what that's what went wrong. And the number one issue with that is just not knowing about the plant. You know, some plants, uh, for example, like a herb oregano mm-hmm. or thyme really don't need that much watering. Like you can actually water them every two or three days or every week, depending on your weather. And um, if you do overwater them, the leaves typically turn yellow. Oh. Dying. So um, it, you're basically like the, the roots don't have enough oxygen where they just start to rot and pretty much that kills the plant. And a lot of individuals don't know what went wrong. I watered the plant. Oh, so I think okay. So that's what's going on with me right now because like what you just (laughs) described, (laughs) that's what my plant's looking like. It's turning orange and yellow, and I'm just like ah. And I gave it more water. (laughs) I was like, maybe I'm not watering it enough. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Water your garden. Water your garden, or just you know, in general, we use that metaphor a lot when we're speaking in reference to black women, or just 
in general, you say, hey, you know, you need to nurture this garden, you need to water it, but water is not always the answer. How would you, like, um, like for me in my situation where I got this plant and the sticker says tropical plant, like, is there a way to kind of determine what kind of plant it is without knowing or like without having any type of like reference to know what kind of plant it is like if that makes yeah. sense <laughs> yeah that makes sense that's, that happens all the time um that's one of the reasons why i got black girls with gardens because i'm able to like someone would send me a picture of something we posted and we all figure out what it is because someone knows okay <laughs> even if i don't someone knows what it is um because a lot of times you do get it from these stores and they'll just say hey it's a tropical plant or it's some type of palm but you really need to know because some like water some don't some like a certain temperature some don't okay so you can the, um i mean black rose with garden is probably the best way i found to figure out what like even my own plants that i get from someone or something like that mm-hmm. but i've probably before um i guess with google you can search with images and you can might find like a picture of that particular plant. Oh, okay. I'll try that. And I'm going to look on your um, Black Girls with Gardens too and see if someone else posted the same right. plant. <laughs> so um, if you had to choose one type of plant to grow for like the rest of your life, would it be an herb, a vegetable, or just like a regular plant? Oh, it has to be a herb. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, not going to make, I was going to make the question tougher and be like, which herb? But I think I'll just give you all the herbs. <laughs> yeah, herbs, herbs, I love <laughs> so what about like um like natural plant diseases like is that a, a huge deal it is actually and it's, it's um what makes it really big of a deal is because a lot of people aren't aware that something that could be a problem you know um different type of fungus and things like that grow in the soil or um the soil is like really um nit- nitrogen deficient mm-hmm. so um a lot of people don't know that, don't know how to fix that. So their plant is actually dying. They're watering. They stop watering. You know, they just don't really know what's going on. So um, that's the issue, but it's a quick fix. Neem oil basically fixes almost everything. You said neem oil? Yeah, neem oil or fertilizer. That those those two basically fix almost anything. Okay, and then like, what about like fertilizer? Like, what should you look for like when you are looking to buy fertilizer? Well, a lot of individuals, I have yet to do it because I stay, like, in a, um, a smaller area. Mm-hmm. So I'm not able to create, like, a compost bin or I haven't, I guess, put forth much effort. I don't want to put all the blame on that. But a lot of individuals do take advantage of compost. That really, really helps get um, different plants the nutrients that they need. It keeps, you know, prevent different types of disease as well. Um, but when you're looking at fertilizer, like store-bought fertilizer, you just want to find something that's organic. And that can relate to your plant. Like, for example, um, I just get, I think it's called Jovi's Organic. Mm-hmm. It has, um, but it's for vegetables and tomato, I think it's specifically. And it works perfectly fine. Okay. And again, I told you, I really don't know anything about gardening. So when when it comes to compost, like, how would that work when it comes to using that as fertilizer? You, it's basically, it turns into dirt. <laughs> oh, it does? Like, yeah, it's like, it's, or it's like banana peels, things like that, it, it decomposes. So you just and, sit it there um, until it turns to dirt and then use it? Yeah, basically, oh. literally. That's what a lot of individuals do. Or um, they just kind of mix it in with the soil. Mm. So it just kind of does its own thing. It's, it's really dope. And I really definitely want to um, get more into it later um, later in the year. But it's, it's a really dope process. And it, it saves you tons of money because a lot of people just use their vegetable scraps. Right. 
Yeah, you just throw it into a bin. You have a bin. Sometimes individuals have bins in their homes or they dig a hole in the yard. Mm -hmm. Throw that in there. It's just, it's really, really dope. Wow, that is dope. I'm getting excited now. Like, (laughs) I'm really about to be one with nature, like nature bay. (laughs) So, um, like, once you do start gardening and things like that, you have to worry about, like, um, insects, like, ruining your vegetables and stuff. So, like... How do you, like, use pesticides? Because I know pesticides can be bad for you as well, like, to ingest. So, like, how how does that work? Oh, God, yes. it is. Pesticides is just as horrible as I don't even know what to describe it as. So, um, and let me just put this out there. Like, anybody can garden because I absolutely hate bugs. Like, I'm not at one with calculus at all. <laughs> like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not one of those gardeners. Like, <laughs> but, um. The way, like, what I do, what you do is a lot of, um, there's a lot of natural ways that you can prevent bugs from ruining your garden. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are, like, companion planting, where you actually get um, certain plants that repel certain bugs that like to um, basically eat at your garden. Like, for example, the tomato hornworm that will wreck havoc on tomatoes. Yeah. It really hates marigolds. Like, marigold flowers, it really hates that. So you can definitely plant those around your tomatoes and um, keep that away. Oh, Okay. Um, Right, and Nemo, once again, that's something you can use. Um, it's real simple. You can buy it at, on Amazon somewhere and mix it with water and spray your plants like every week every week or every two weeks, uh, depending on just the level of bugs that you see there. Mm-hmm. You can spray them there, and that actually, um, it helps It helps with the different diseases and things like that as well, but it, it also helps your plant grow, mm-hmm. but it keeps the pest away. Or it, it basically it just shuts down like the entire lifestyle of that bug. So it's like their kids, their kids, all of that. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Um, do you like? Would you have those same confer- um, concerns like having the indoor garden though? Like if you're not doing vegetables, because I know like most bugs and stuff are usually geared towards vegetables. I don't really hear much about like herbs or regular pr- plants getting bugs. But is that a thing? Um, sometimes it's really it. It's, it's sometimes, it's not as common as it would be outdoors or whatever. Um, I've had, like, small, they're called, like, spider mites mm-hmm. um, in their plants before, but it's, it's something as easy as just spraying it. But it's not bugs inside. It's not really an issue unless, I mean, depending on the area and things like that. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily. It happens, but not so much. Okay. And going back to the question that I asked earlier, um, when I had you choose between herbs, vegetables, and just regular plants, uh, why would you choose um, herbs? Um, I don't know. It's just something about herbs that I'm so connected with. Like I just honestly feel like it helps. It really connects me back to um, my ancestors. It's just something that there's there's a connection there. I'm not able to identify yet, mm-hmm. but um, they're they they're they're rewarding as well. They smell so amazing. It's just it's something herbs is something I can't live without. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> and I bet you notice, I mean, I'm sure, like, you notice the change in taste, like, when it comes to gardening yourself and just, like, buying produce at the grocery store. Like, do you still buy produce at the grocery store, or is it just strictly you eat what you grow? Uh, sometimes. It really depends on demand. Like, I, I don't grow mushrooms, so I okay. definitely have to purchase that. Um, it just really de- depends on the demand. Mm-hmm. Um. That's the whole purpose of this power garden I got. Hopefully, what I've um that it's well, it's already showing me that it yields so much, it's growing so much faster than my um plants that are in soil mm-hmm. that I can eliminate some of the trips I made. Okay, and how does um 
Does it taste different though when you plant with the actual garden outside or versus the tower? Uh, yes. Honestly, um, they both taste better than the store. Mm-hmm. Not out there, but um, for some with the tower garden, I think it's just the fact that it has continuous supply of minerals and nutrients mm-hmm. that it seems a little bit more like Corey Pimple. The lettuce is way more crunchier, okay. I would say, or it has like the actual sweet taste. Versus some lettuce I've grown in my garden before. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely taste the difference. And are you um, interested in um, gardening or planting with uh, planting fruits? I am. I actually got my very first um, lemon tree. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. I'm really excited because um, I got her. She was like. Um, oh, I love how I you just like called her the tree her. Yeah, yeah, they're all, they're all. <laughs> <laughs> I get sometimes that spirit from all of them so I, I just honestly feel like they're all women um, <laughs> but I got her she was like extremely like extremely cheap I had to get her for like three to four dollars because all the leaves were gone someone thought they were dead but I knew that it wasn't dead so I just kind of let her do her thing I be, I don't even water her like I think I put fertilizer in her once mm-hmm. and just kinda, and I looked out at her like two weeks ago and she has three lemons like about oh. fruits so I was like Oh my God! You are such a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a black woman, showing up and showing out. Right? Oh my goodness! You are getting me so excited for this. Like, oh my goodness! Just to come home and just see something that you've been taking care of and it's growing. It's like a baby. Right? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Like, I can't describe it like anything else. It's just like I don't know if these plants do more for me or what I do for them, but it's like definitely. Um, I definitely feel it. Like, I can tell, I feel when I haven't been in my garden or, you know, I see a difference in myself. So, it's important. And is it like, have you ever tested out the theory? I mean, I've been seeing it online and I've kind of just been like saying, saying it as like, like it's factual, but I'm not sure because I don't plant. How do you treat your plants? Do you speak to your plants? Oh, girl, I be out here. I was arguing with this lemon plant, so I, lemon trees, I, think that's why she really showed out on me but yeah I honestly, I honestly think it does affect it like hashtag trap gardening like all my plants listen to trap music hey like, Florida trap music. i'm a product of my environment so i honestly do think i do think they benefit from it i mean mine has always um showed up and show out but i've always played trap music for them. like that's what i do oh so your um your uh plants be turned up yeah, they always turn, like, don't, if they're leaning over, I'm like, no, we don't do this. Let's pour some water in here and play, play something for you. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to practice that with this plant that I overwatered <laughs> <laughs> once I, like, help it. Um, like, okay, so once you overwater a plant, like, how do you, okay, say, for example, this plant that I have, let's say that we're supposed to, like, I'm supposed to water it once a month, or sorry, once a week. So now that I've, I know that I've overwatered it, so do I, like, should I wait a week before I water it again? Like, how long should you wait to water a plant that you realize that you've overwatered? <laughs> it's kind of like a process of elimination. You want to um, first and see if it's going to dry, like, the soil's going to dry up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's, like, completely overwatered, like, if you stick your hand, I would say stick your finger in the soil about up to the, um, right up to the knuckle, and if it still seems like really, really wet, you want to switch the pot out. You want to get some fresh dirt in there. Oh, because, um, it, yeah. If it sits in that water for a week and it's not really draining how it should, it's really going to suffer. Like you're going to basically end up having to cut off way more leaves than you should have. Oh, okay, okay. Now let's talk about cutting leaves. 
you should cut the leaf when it's like changing colors and stuff. When you realize something is going wrong with that leaf, you should cut it. Right. Um, what I like to do because I, I don't know, I think I'm a hoarder, but I like <laughs> to um, wait. Like it, it needs to really turn brown. Like it has to be brown and crisp for me to remove it. Okay. Um, but like if it's yellow and it's like if I touch it and it still feels like the other leaves, it's just yellow. I would try to um, hold out and see if I can keep that leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, I would try to switch the dirt, see if I can switch the soil, um, make sure the pot has drainage because that's super important. Like, I, I don't know any plants that really can survive in a pot or planter with no drainage in it. Okay. Um, but I try, I, I try to stick it out. I only get rid of, like, brown, crisp leaves. And what does that do for the plant by um, cutting that leaf off? Encourage growth. Okay, so, um, kind of like clipping your so ends. Yeah, it's basically your hair. <laughs> it kind of gets everything out the way. Um, you know, for example, like for yourself, like if you're in a situation and you feel like you're surrounded by all of this um, chaos and things like that, you really can't grow in a situation like that. But when you remove all of that, you really see your um, you really see your potential, and that's what that's the same thing that happened with plants. Oh, I love that analogy. Wow, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm really, yo, I, I'm so excited, y'all. I'm, I appreciate this conversation so much. You have no idea. Oh, girl, uh, you do not know how rewarding this is for myself. Like, I really enjoy it. <laughs> so, how easy is it to take care of succulents? Because I hear those are like the easiest plants to get. Yeah, because they 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 grow um, when you leave them alone. Yeah, uh-huh. really don't have to do anything. I should get a succulent. <laughs> Right, right. You really don't have to do anything. Like, um, the worst thing you can do is overwater it. That's something definitely that um, is hard to come back from being overwatered. But um, my succulents, I don't, I, I think I water them every month than I have, whenever I remember. Mm-hmm. But they flourish. They flourish as long as they have light. Like, as long as they have bright light, they're good to go. What are some good plants to, like, some good indoor plants to start with? Oh, my God. Like, I think one of the most um, interesting indoor plants is going to be a marantha plant and it's also called like a prayer plant because basically um and i went okay so at night the leaves are facing down mm-hmm. um, but during the daytime the leaves stand up like they it's like in prayer stance i guess but it's really rewarding because it cast as it grows it like kind of cascades down and you'll see like where the new leaves are coming in it just kind of i don't know it kind of transforms the space and it looks really cool too it has like red veins Okay. And it's like a deep, yeah, deep green color, and it kind of looks like velvet. It's just one of my favorites. Okay, I'm gonna look that one up. Um, can you give me yeah. like two more? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really cool one. Um, any, let's see, like snake plants. They're really dope because you really don't have to do anything. They grow tall, and um, they add like very like a sheetness to any any space. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a pretty dope one to have. And also, let's see. Oh, a string of pearls. Oh, my God. It's a succulent, but it's absolutely gorgeous. You can either have it, like, growing out of water. Like, if you can get someone can give you, like, clippings of it, mm-hmm. you can kind of stick it in water, and it groups, and it grows. and it. But it basically, it looks like strings of pearls, and they just keep growing, and they cascade over the planter. It's just it's really gorgeous. Okay. That sounds really dope. I'm going to Google <laughs> all of those as soon as this conversation is over. And, <laughs> wow, I'm so, you have, I'm so hyped. I know I keep saying that, but I'm so Hi, I feel like I'm finally like I've been Googling stuff, but I just feel like it just nothing was sticking. I I, I learned more with conversation. Yeah, and what a lot of us do. A lot of us um, learn very more like when we put our hands in, when you yes. to ask the questions that you want, because 
Google's going to kind of give you an idea of what they think you want anyway. So. Yeah. And then you have to read like 20 articles before you even get the answer to the question. So. Right. So what was it like when you first got your mint plant? Like what was the first lesson you learned in gardening, I guess, is a better question. Oh, my God. Um, the mint requires a lot of water. On it, well, with the mint plant, it's resilient. So it, if you give it a lot of water, it's going to flourish. But if you forget the water, it, it's not going to die immediately. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see that, hey, it's left over. It needs love, right? Mm-hmm. So I think one of the first lessons was that I cannot just not pay attention to my garden. Like, I cannot ignore this this type of plant. So it really taught me that I need to make sure that I get plants that I'm able to, that fits my lifestyle. Okay. Like, if I'm busy, I need to probably get succulents or something that doesn't require so much help or something that can do their own thing. Um, But I did want to put a lot into gardening, so I had to figure out, okay, so I need to make sure I do this during the day or around this time. Okay, that makes sense. Because I think that's what my, my issue is, too. I need to basically, like you just said, like get a plant that matches my lifestyle. Um, right. Do you have any pets? I don't. Okay, because I was going to ask, like, what is it like with um, having a garden with pets? Because my friend... I need pets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it, like, uh... <laughs> it does. Like, I, every day it's like this cat in my neighborhood. I call it Pepper. I don't know who owns it, but <laughs> he's always out here. And does, like, the cat eat the plants, though? Uh, no, he, well, I don't know if he's eating when I'm not watching. I don't see any damage. But mm. what I do see him is, like, follicling in it, like like a music video or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's Because my friend, she, have, she has a cat, and she's, like, getting into um, gardening and stuff. So she got all these plants. And the cat was just, like, tearing up one of her plants. And I was just wondering if that was something, like, that could be done with that. Well, yeah, I mean, there there is a particular herb. Like, if you want to keep your plant away from, well, keep your cat away from your plant, mm-hmm. that's an herb. It's called catnip. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, basically, it's like cat weed, pretty much. So okay. they love that plant. Yeah, like, they, they eat off that, and um, the plant grows back so easily. You just have to water it probably every day or so. Um, but it, that the, the cat will focus completely on that because it basically gets them high. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's harmless too, as well. I mean, obviously. (laughs) So roll up, why, and then give your cats a catnip, so y'all both be on the same level. On the same level. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so this is gonna sound ridiculous, but again, like I'm not ashamed of my questions. Like I'm a beginner, and (laughs) these questions are whatever. Okay, but this is a funny story because I don't know if you thought this way, but I know like a lot of kids. Well, I did at least. I'll just speak for myself. When I was younger and ate like fruits, like, you know, for example, watermelon or an apple and I accidentally ate the seed, (laughs) I used to always think that like that particular fruit is going to grow in my stomach and I'm going to blow up. So is that a thing, though, where you can get seeds from like, say, for fruits, like if you get like the watermelon seeds and like just planted in the soil, is that legit enough for it to start like a tree? Yeah, actually, um, right now I'm growing avocado from just an avocado seed. But um, it just kind of depends on, like, where that watermelon came. Like, for example, if I grew that watermelon, mm-hmm. um, that seed could, I could grow a watermelon from that seed. But, like, a lot of uh, seeds, well, a lot of produce that comes from stores, they are grown from, like, a different type of hybrid um, or just, like, a mix of a plant. So it really can't, the seeds really can't, well, provide anything that's going to bear fruit. Okay. Yeah, so, like, the avocado tree I'm growing, it came from an avocado I got from the store. It's not going to bear fruit, but it's real pretty. 
<laughs> okay. And okay, so how important is it? Okay, why do you feel people should learn how to grow their own food? Oh, there's levels to it, honestly. Um, I think, you know, you want to know where your food is coming from because you have any idea of where they're producing this fruit, what they're doing, well, vegetables in general, um, what they're doing to produce it, uh, just get more mass, and what they're, how they're um, altering it, you, you wouldn't want anything to do with it, honestly. So I think it's important that... Um, our communities start growing their own fruit food so they can see the difference in how it affects their bodies. Mm -hmm. It's affordable, of course, as well as um, it's just not healthy. You know, some veggies that are out there, they're not really healthy for you. Yeah. Um, also, I think it's just, it's a, um, a real, uh, it's like self care for mm -hmm. a lot of individuals as well. Like you reconnecting with the earth is, should be really, really important to us because that's what we've done for a lot of our lives before slavery, you know? Mm -hmm. But the only thing we can remember is that connection that it was painful. Right. So, yeah, we, we definitely need to, I honestly feel like we need to reconnect on a different level. Definitely. And you said, like, um, you they'll, like, we'll realize the change that it does to your body. So what, what was that like for you when you strictly started eating your, your the, the veggies you were growing? Like, how did your body change? Or how did you, how, what difference did you feel? Oh my God, more energy. That's, I think that's going to be the uh, first thing you're going to see is like the, the energy, like what it exactly, like when they say um, a particular fruit or veggie is better for your eyes or it's better for your digestive system, you mm -hmm. see that difference. Okay. Um, although you may have saw, like you felt it when you were purchasing a produce out of the store, well, yeah, purchasing vegetables out of the store, you see a larger change when you actually see the ones that you nourish, you know, organically and you, you grew yourself. So I think that's the first thing I noticed was like my energy level. Okay, definitely. That's yeah, that's it right there. That's because right. like, I, that's why I, I kind of tell people because like, I'm like an on again, on and off vegan. Um, so I do eat a lot of produce. Like that's the main thing I eat is just like vegetables mainly because I'm trying to stay away from sugar. So I do try to limit my fruit. But like when I have that sugar um, urge, I do eat a lot of fruit rather than uh, <laughs> processed sugar. But even then, like, I know, like, this vegetable is probably still not the best that I know I can be putting into my body. So that's why I, I want to start gardening and stuff. Like, you know, it's I, I just want to get into it because I do want to create my own, I want to grow my own food. And also just, like, the state of the world right now, like, especially this country, like, with our president, ain't no telling what's going to happen. And just, like, if there is a shortage or anything, I want to be able to still be able to eat. Like, you know? Right, right. You just don't know. <laughs> exactly. And you don't have to you rely on grocery where, stores. You, you don't know what's going to happen, unfortunately. But, yeah, that, that's my thing. That's the thing. I feel the same way. Like, you don't know what's going to happen in this country next. So it's best to just have your own stuff. And be prepared. Like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are some um, things that you are looking into growing besides, like, the avocado and the, the lemon? Like, what other fruits are you looking to dabble in? Or w and what are some vegetables that you kind of want to conquer as well? Uh, well, I do want – I want more – I want more fruit. Um, I want – I do want an avocado tree. I want a mango tree. I want to make sure that it's going to flourish in mm -hmm. my area. I'm not sure. I know it's way more tropical, like, um, in the Caribbeans and things like that. So I want to try that out. Um I, I really plan on having about five or six different fruit trees, like grapefruit. Mm. Um, I do want to get a blue a blueberry bush, maybe. Okay. Um, right, right, and they're so affordable too. Just to grab that, um, I want to try that out. But I think oh, I just have so many vegetables. I think um, 
I'm looking forward to, um, I started some watermelon seeds, so I'm looking forward to uh, growing watermelon. I just, I don't know why I feel like that's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems just so simple. It's just like growing cucumbers. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, just, I just feel like that's going to be something I need to get on top of. Um, I don't grow many like root vegetables, like carrots and beets and stuff like that. So I definitely want to try those out. Okay. I think that's what's on my list. And I have a um a question too, oh, of course. But like with the fruit that you've <laughs> that you've grown at home, like how does the size compare to the the or sorry, not the fruit, but the veggies that you've grown at home? How does the size compare to the veg the vegetables that are in the grocery stores? Oh my god, you should really see um last year I had eggplants that was way huger. Like, you know, in the grocery store um they are just some are really big, but those are something that was beefed up. Mm-hmm. Like they were beefed up with something, right? Like, yeah, but outside that, it's like it's it's no comparison. Like the color is richer. That's gonna be your biggest thing that you see how the difference in color. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those eggplants, they look dark, but like a shiny, beautiful eggplant that you grew. Oh my god, it's, it's it, it. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. Okay, noted. <laughs> and um. Okay, I, I lost my question again. <laughs> Wait, so like, what about like the tomatoes and stuff? Are the the sizes usually um, similar? Because that's what the, that's where I'm like kind of going with this, like seeing, trying to compare, like how much like stuff are they putting in the the produce in the grocery stores to beef it up to make it look more larger for us to entice us. It does, and they they actually put dye as well, so like they change the color of it. Oh, but, I didn't um, know that. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but the tomatoes. You're, depending, like tomatoes really depend on the environment so sometimes they do turn out larger mm-hmm. um but for the most part they're juicier it's the taste okay the taste, oh my god it's like way more juicier if they're sweet they're way more sweeter it's just it's like indescribable pretty much okay i think i have um enough information to get this garden started i do want to like um Cause I feel like there's so much that we can talk about with gardening. So like maybe in a couple months we can do another episode on this. Um, you know, if y'all want to listen, if y'all want to hear, if y'all into it, but like, I, I definitely would, if it could be off avocado and honey and we can just talk. But, um, yeah, I do appreciate everything you're doing, Jasmine, like legit, like this, getting this conversation started, just, yeah, you have no idea because you like starting this Instagram is kind of what inspired me to want to do this more too. Like realizing that one, there is a community of not only just women, but black women doing it. So I'm just like, we do this too. We do everything. Right, right. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's done way more for me than what I feel like I've done for others. But that's the whole purpose of it. Black Girls with Garden is out here just to inspire, to provide support, to educate, and just show representation that, like, we're out here. We're growing stuff, and we do it well. We do it really well. And if you want to do it, too, we'll show you. Right. (laughs) And it's as simple as that. Like, come on, girl. Yeah, that's basically like, hey, girl, hey, pretty much. Because, you know, they love to, like, us against each other and things right like that. it's not like that it's not like that at all like we'll show you basically anything we're multi-dimensional so right what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and what's um the growth like and like just like your experience with um black girls with gardens how long uh how long ago did you start it oh my god black girls with garden is probably about seven months old yeah it's pretty it's new that, i want to say about six or seven months old i it, it's just every day when i wake up someone's saying something that is so rewarding to my soul or they're saying, like, they're just really appreciating Black Girls with Garden, and it just really does something for me. Like, I just, 
I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's so emotional for me. But um, the growth has been crazy. Like, I did, I knew that it was other black women out here like this because that's what I've been surrounded by all my life. But it was just, I didn't know it was this many interested. You know, this mm-hmm. is, and it's so many different reasons why they're interested. And there's so much knowledge out there. Like, right. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Like, the growth is just crazy and it's continuing to grow. Like, I haven't had a slow day, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's always out there. That's beautiful, and I'm happy for you. I'm excited to see the growth. Um, what do you hope to happen with uh, Black Girls with Garden? Like, what's the ultimate goal? Oh, my God. I, this is not – I can't even, like, describe it. I don't even know how to articulate myself when it comes to, like, describing what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something definitely I want it to be national. I want us to be, like, out here. I mean, tons of meetups. Like, we, we actually have like, collaborating on – community gardens in different areas like it's just so many ideas that I want to see come to fruit in like the next year when it comes to black girls with gardens like it's not just the Instagram you know yeah I want to go out there and show exactly why I want to get out there in the communities and like let's set up a community garden here or if you feel like this place needs this or hey you go you know Mm -hmm. do we need to um do we need to meet up like you know do we need to chill day do we need to talk about some stuff a huge meetup like I, I'm perfectly fine with like a huge summit like, yeah I, I got my eyes on a huge summit right now that's so dope oh I can't wait girl I can't wait yo let's do it let's do it right <laughs> um is there if any y'all interested, oh. hit me up. yo for real <laughs> yo, we got we could do this we could do it like and that's so beautiful about like social media and like um the internet like you know like it started here and it's gonna just just go into something just way larger and it's gonna probably continue on for forever yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to, like, um, add in or say before we go into the next segment? Not necessarily. I feel like we cover everything, you guys. Like, if you don't be afraid. I know it's hard, like, in certain areas that um, it's just hard to say, hey, I need help with gardening. Or what would you put this? Or what would you do that? Like, I'm not I'm not that form. I'm like, hey, hit me up in my DM. Let's talk about it. Or I know somebody. Let me connect you with this person or whatever. So, like, I always say start that question. Start that, well, start that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, definitely. Okay. All right, y'all. So, uh, now it's time for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. And this week, I want to give it to Summerella. It's at Summerella, S-U-M-M-E-R-L-L-A on Instagram. She's super popular. Most of y'all probably already follow her. She has like over a million followers because she's hilarious. She's beautiful and she can sing her butt off. But that's not why I want to make her the Lemonade Pick of the Week. Um, I want to make Summerella the Lemonade Pick of the Week is because, one, she she don't look like an Instagram model. You know, she don't have the Coke bottle shape like everyone is paying for. But... Um, What's and so like with ha- her having all these followers, like she gets both love and she gets like shamed for like having what they you know a flat butt or whatever, or they say her breast is too large. So she always like you know puts up a video right after and be like you know I'm a she had a video was like I'm okay with my flat iron booty, like bitch I'm cute with my flat iron booty, and then you know she'll say something about like you know I'm happy with my breasts the way they are, like I'm good. So like I just feel like that's so important right now, um, just self love and every just appreciating the body that you've have and just making that body your best body so i appreciate Samarella, and that's what uh, for defending herself and still loving herself regardless of what these people are saying on instagram so uh Samarella, you are this week's lemonade pick of the week Woo! i know right i love her just <laughs> yeah. unmoved and unbothered right but i know I, I know that's still a struggle though you know we're still human so if you get all this hate mail like um 
so often like it can still like fuck with your mind so i i know that so i still appreciate it oh man go ahead girl all right jasmine so now it's time for uh, to love a black woman so that's where you um you can say something that you love about yourself or you can say something that you love about a particular black woman so um cousin auntie sister friend or you can say something that you love about all black women you're on I got to give this to all black women. I, I have to give it to all black women. I absolutely uh, love, like, we're, we're so multidimensional. We're unapologetic. We're unmoved. We're unbothered. Um, although we, you know, we experience the human, the humanness, or we, we take this human experience, we, um, we still out here. We're out here doing it. Like, you know, we, if somebody won't do it right, we'll do it ourselves. Exactly. Like, we got each other, regardless of what they put out there about us. We still out here standing, and I, I just—that's what I love. I love black women. <laughs> but um, I appreciate you again. Everything that you're doing, the love that that you're spreading, everything. I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's like it, it's people like you who actually spread it because I can I can yell from the mountaintop all day. Like I can stand at the top of a mountain with a fire and won't nothing will happen but if you come and touch the fire it's spreading so right. i really appreciate people like you i really definitely appreciate it thank you and um where can people find you at besides um what's at black girl gardens or black girls with gardens on instagram and uh, go ahead and drop all the information no problem so you can find me all over the internet basically at black girls with gardens um you can hit us up via email it's just jasmine at black girls with gardens.com um, and you have a YouTube as well, right? I do, I do, and we, we're we're making content right now, so definitely um, subscribe to the YouTube. It's Black Girls with Gardens, of course. Um, we're gonna be dropping so many how-to videos. We're just getting everything together, so definitely find us on the internet and let us know you found us. So if you need help or anything like that, don't 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 fret. Like, hit me up. I'm up at all times of night. <laughs> <laughs> dope and y'all already know to find me you guys gonna can you please follow me at underscore samangie s-m-a-n-g-i-e-e on um, all social media platforms as well as avocado and honey which is at avocado and honey on instagram um that's where you can stay up to date with all things avocado and honey um if there's not gonna be an episode if there's gonna be an extra episode if avocado honey live is gonna be coming back any information you need to know will be on avocado and honey and my instagram so please make sure you follow as well as spread the word on avocado and honey if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode make sure you like um share subscribe tell a friend um and yeah i appreciate you all for listening um thank you <laughs> bye <laughs>